Hello, beautiful souls. In this podcast, I have the honor of interviewing a dear friend of mine, Sarah Menlove. Sarah is so very passionate about creating spaces for people to break out of the boxes and be all of themselves, to reclaim their power and own their authentic expression. She is a certified transformational coach, embodied ecstatic dance, somatic breathwork, and cacao facilitator. And by combining these incredible modalities in sacred medicine, she weaves experiences for people to bridge the spiritual and the physical, to move energy, open up to intuitive guidance, and come home to the truth of their hearts so they can live into their fullness as whole, worthy, and free. So I will not go in any deeper. We will just dive right in. I'm so excited for you to hear from her. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It's Miranda here with Sarah Menlove, who I have met and had the privilege of being a friend with for like, I don't even know, six years, right? We had... um, Yeah, yeah, it's been like six years. Has it been six or am I just making it longer? (laughs) I mean, time's been odd the last couple of years. So I don't, yeah, I feel like it's pretty close to that. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a close relationship, even though we're miles and miles apart and we don't get to talk that much, but I'm very grateful that you're here. So Sarah, why don't you introduce yourself and let us know what, what it is that you do and bring you bring to the world. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yes, I'm coming to you from New Zealand. Um, some of you will know where that is. Some of you may not. And like Miranda said, we met, yeah, five or six years ago through our coaching qualification and gone on our own beautiful journeys. And I'm an embodiment mentor for women, supporting them to come home to the wisdom of the body through uh, now weaving a lot of beautiful practices into that work, including embodied movement, ecstatic dance, um, breath work, ceremonies, and transformational coaching and yeah I just love seeing people come into their authentic expression seeing them shed the shackles release the limitations the shame the conditioning around how they should be how they should look what's too much not enough all these sorts of stories and really step into their fullness and I believe that starts with or can start um, with the body with movement with expression with yeah letting go of the way that we kind of carry ourselves so um uh, I don't know the quite word like straight and proper and um yeah 
be being told to move a certain way and and how that looks and and yeah through through dance and embodiment really learning to let go of some of those stories and then see how that translates into life and into our expression in the world and how we get to reclaim the medicine that lies within us which is something else I'm really passionate about is that we all have um, our own inner medicine woman and a medicine man in a medicine that we're here to bring through to the world and through these practices through embodiment and coming home to ourselves we get to unlock that medicine unlock that deeper truth and allow that to be expressed through us as this divine channel that we're here um inhabiting mm. <laughs> that's yeah that's a little bit of my my worky side i love that and i'm gonna go right in because i know you so I'm just going to dive right in. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a lot of us do coaching and we coach on things because we ourselves went through some things in our life and we've learned and we want to share the experience and help others in that experience because for so long it, we struggled with certain things, right? So I would love for you to go um, into a story about your journey um, and how you have evolved through the last couple of years sure thanks so much yeah there's so many places I could go and I'm just going to take a moment to feel for what would be most in service for this conversation yeah I feel like the journey I want to speak to is the one from structure and rigidity and I'm not not no yeah not against structure but structure in a way that was unhealthy um, structure and rigidity to flow and um, ease in in many ways. And I guess some of you might understand the terminology of masculine feminine. So really being in a in a way of living in a way of relating to myself that was very from this this masculine linear, pushing through the world, like doing, striving, externally focused, externally goal oriented, which to some aspects is supportive. And when that's the the main focus or the only focus, it can become unhealthy. And so how that showed up in my life was through competitive sports, through triathlon, through really trying to change my body, trying to be as small as possible, um, focusing on these external markers of success, which then I, you know, unconsciously was associating with my self-worth, with my worthiness. And also as I moved into business as well, like really having a lot of external markers that I felt were the things that I needed to get to in order to be worthy in that space as well. And um, a lot of mind-based um, activity, right? So the the mind kind of running the show. So whether that was a couple of ways to think about that, like my my thoughts, overthinking, and when I was going about healing or my own inner work, it was a lot of mental work. It was a lot of cognitive work, which was beautiful and very supportive, especially at the start of my journey. And what I found was I reached some limitations there and some barriers there. And where I've come to in the last couple of years is really 
the body, really coming into the body, into the medicine, the wisdom of the body, and and along that path, you know, shifting away from competitive sport as this external focus into moving in ways that feel good and listening to where my body wants to take me and um, bringing through that wisdom into my business as well as like how can I speak to live from this deeper truer place within Um, and if I hadn't gone through that journey of realizing actually when I was in competitive sport that was very unhealthy I lost my period I was under fueling I was overtraining and if I never went through that realization and actually ended up with a stress fracture, ended up with an injury around that time that made me step away from sport and begin that healing journey, then yeah, I wouldn't be in the place I am today with my relationship with myself and the journey of self-love and the journey of of wholeness and internal self-worth and knowing that those external markers, those external forms of success are beautiful additions to our lives and do not define um, the truth and the wholeness and the worthiness of who we are at our core. And if we can live from that place, from that inside out place, then the external is just a beautiful reality that we get to, to play in. Um, mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I am also wondering, um, was it hard to reconnect to your body since you had pushed it for so long and used it almost like a machine, right? Like the, it feels like in the beginning, maybe there was no, there was a connection, but there was no love towards the body. It was just mm. something to use, right? So mm. when you realized this, was it hard to reconnect to your body? How did you do that? Yeah, initially initially it was, and I've definitely gained different tools and practices throughout this time so initially um yeah it was really challenging because I also was starting to feel a lot of things because when when I was operating from a place of um pushing my body there was also a kind of avoidance of what was really going on in there as well and a big part of the journey has been allowing myself to feel everything that I'm feeling and so as I began uh, initially, yeah, just beginning to connect with the body in new ways, right? Like, can I appreciate my body for what she's doing for me? And can I share that with her? And um, even that language that I now use, I wouldn't have used that five years ago, right? So um, really beginning to relate to my body as, as a person and as a living being that is worthy of all of the love and the respect and the care. And yeah, that was a process and took time. And I think now, you know, the way that I work with embodiment, um, yeah, there's a lot of beautiful practices that we could speak to around that. Um, But I mean, just slowing down for most people and slowing down for me when I was so used to competing and running and swimming and getting up at the crack of dawn and um, throwing on my clothes and getting out of the house to actually slow down enough to feel, to listen, to take the time was actually one of the first 
things. Well, I was kind of forced into it through <laughs> through injury. And it would be one of the things that I would encourage anyone who is kind of living in this quite, um, yeah, externally focused or or disconnected way with their body to slow down enough to connect with her. Because when we are in our feminine, um, I think there's a way of moving that is inward and slow and that's not to say there's not things that get done. There's just this this way of connecting with ourselves that can be very gentle and very slow and allow for a softening. Um, yeah, mm. allow for a softening. I think that's, mm. that's really powerful. Yeah, and especially in this day and age, it's funny. We're always talking about slowing down and it's so mm. hard because everyone's conditioned to do all the things. And then as soon as we get there, we'll slow down. <laughs> That's <laughs> Right. Um, mm. So during this process, <clears throat> love to hear where you're at now. Like what, where yeah. are you, as far as on a personal level, where are you now with loving yourself, being yourself uh, and being able to give that externally? Because even though it is an internal process, we're all human beings that really want to connect externally with one another. Mm. So how are you embodying that and bringing that into the world? So how are you expressing and embodying that? Yeah. Like there's no way I would have expected my life to be where my life is right now at the start of the journey. And I think that's a beautiful thing about, about going on a healing journey or about self-awareness or, um, self-connection is you just really truly have no idea what's going to unfold and you just take those steps and then kind of look back years down the track and go wow that if I was told this is what I'd be doing <laughs> then I would have laughed um, yeah so where I'm at now so I guess I feel one of the, the biggest things like I said at the start was um, that I'm really passionate about is authentic expression and I think that's that's, you know, one of the things that is my medicine that I'm here to bring through to the world and a gift that, yeah, that I've cultivated through this journey. And so I'm guiding groups through embodied ecstatic dance and holding ceremonies and retreats. And, yeah, I work with the medicine of cacao, um, facilitating at some of the big festivals here in New Zealand. And I've got a beautiful partner and just relationships that I love. Um, you know, when you when you're connected to yourself, when you're connected to your heart from from that inside place, like we talked about, in the body, really feeling, sensing. There's an openness there that allows for a much deeper connection with others and the ability to, for me, the ability to share this medicine in the world because. If I was in front of a room of people guiding them into a dance and I was there thinking, how do I look? Like, what's my body doing? Or what are they thinking of me? Then that would, <laughs> that's not going to be a very impactful experience for them, right? Because I'm there in my head the whole time. And actually that would probably put me off even, even offering that thing because I would be in my head, I would be thinking about it, I'd be worrying about myself, worrying about my body, whereas now there's this 
yeah, depth and this presence and that gets to flow through all of life and it really is a way of living, a way of being, a way of moving through the world that's deeply connected with self that then allows for that deep connection with others, that deep connection with the earth, with um, the elements, with all life around us um, and allowing life to really touch us and move us and move through us. And so that's some of the ways that, yeah, this is where I'm at and what I'm sharing in the world and, yeah, how embodiment has, has impacted me. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so I'm wondering, too, is there a way that people can, like, work with you online since you are in New Zealand? <laughs> like, is there a way to <laughs> yeah. offer things that people can connect with you on a virtual aspect? And if so, what is it that you do offer? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking. Yeah, so I'm working um, one-on-one with people and I've just opened a new intake of one-on-one. I'm not sure when this will come out, but that may still be available. So um, I take a small group of women through one-on-one work in this area and there's also some beautiful group connection within those one-on-one sessions and that's a journey called Feminine Remembering. And I really believe that we're here Um, A lot of us as women are remembering our innate wholeness, our innate worthiness, and we are also bringing our medicine through to the world in a very embodied way. And so that's a four-month journey for the woman who really wants to own more of her authentic expression and her wholeness and embody the medicine that's within her so she can express and share that with the world. Uh, That's a, a kind of longer format journey. And I also run in person, uh, in person and online uh, cacao ceremonies and breathwork sessions as well. So yeah, my website has all of those beautiful ways that we can connect for one-off ceremony or one-off breathwork or a longer format journey. Yeah. Mm. And I will have all those links and everything in the show notes. So if you want to connect with her, don't worry, you can look at those down at the bottom here. And I wanted to ask um, two more things, if I can remember what the first thing. I have an open head Najna and it kind of is like, I think, and then <laughs> you're, you're speaking and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot what I was going to say. But, um, you know, I, this podcast is about provoking prosperity. It's about pushing against social norms, really. It's about mm-hmm. thinking outside of the box, doing something differently, which I've known you for quite a while. You do that. You know, so I would love to hear your definition or maybe connect. How does embodiment and prosperity connect? And what does that mean to you? Mm. Yeah, just taking a taking a pause. <laughs> it is this this ongoing like embodiment for me is this. It's this ongoing like mind how can I connect the mind and what I'm speaking and what I'm sharing and come in and find that place within my body that holds that wisdom, that holds that vibration. And so I guess that actually kind of answers your question of embodiment and prosperity. Like when we are deeply embodied, when we're connected to this well of wisdom that we have within us, when we're connected to our, our bones, our, skin our cells our blood our beating heart it's like this embodied knowing that we are prosperity that we are abundance that we that this is our innate makeup 
by simply being who we are. All we have to do is like take a breath and if anyone's listening and maybe we can do this because you asked about embodiment. So let's not talk about it. Let's experience it if that's okay with you. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll just guide a very short way that we can experience this, like just a couple of minutes and then you can feel for yourself if this resonates. So if you're sitting, if you're somewhere where it feels comfortable to close your eyes, feel welcome to do that. Or you might just keep a nice soft gaze. And if you're sitting, I invite you just to take a moment to feel the place where your sit bones are meeting, the chair, the place where your feet meet the floor. And with that beautiful connection to the floor, I invite you to bring your awareness to the space below the floor. Maybe there's carpet, maybe there's another surface. And bringing your awareness to the space below that to this beautiful and great mother earth that holds us, that holds us in all of her divine prosperity and abundance with her ever changing nature, with her seasons and her cycles, with all of her abundance of plants and animals and the way that the sun rises and sets. And just feeling into the earth and the incredible abundance that we're surrounded by on the earth. And just feeling that. And then allowing your awareness to travel back up from the earth, back up to the floor, back up to the base of your spine, to your sit bones. And just maybe give them a little wiggle to feel that place of connection again with that great earth. And I invite you to take a deep breath in through the nose and feel your belly expand. And a long breath out through your mouth. And two more like that to feel on your inhale, that breath filling your belly, your expansive, beautiful belly. And on your exhale to ground down into the abundant earth below. Another one to bring all of your energy into your center. And an exhale to feel that land to ground. And from this place, inviting you to journey down, down, down into the body to land in a place filled with prosperity. Maybe you arrive in your heart that beats every second of every day. Maybe you arrive in your blood moving through your veins. Maybe you arrive in the cells ever transforming. Maybe you arrive in the fluids, in the 70% of water that resides in the body. Just notice where you arrive and in this place. Noticing how it feels. Noticing how it feels here. How does it feel here? And what is it you know to be true when you arrive in this space? 
feeling for that wisdom, taking an inhale into that part of your body that you accessed, taking an exhale to bring that wisdom back with you, and then slowly, gently, maybe giving yourself a little shake, a little wiggle, yeah, let yourself come back, notice how that feels, notice what landed. Thank you. Thank you for that. I didn't want to speak. I just wanted to stay. Yeah, it's that's and that's to me the embodied experience, whether that's in a in a gentle meditation journey like that into a space in the body or a a movement practice that like acts activates the aliveness of all those cells and really gets the heart pumping and the blood moving and it's like oof in that space where I'm not thinking about anything, where where prosperity abundance isn't outside of me. I can feel for the truth of all of this being me, being my natural state. And we can relate that to anything. Maybe it's love, maybe it's worthiness, maybe it's connection we seek. And if we can bring it in, feel it, know it, it's always, always right here and our body is such a representation of prosperity, like, wow. Mm. <laughs> That's beautiful, thank you. So, uh, one last question I would love. Um, if there's, because everyone, a lot of people, struggle with either connection to the body, loving their body, um, like truly loving their body and taking care of their body. What would you, what do you, what words of wisdom do you have Mm. for someone that is struggling? Yeah, firstly, I just want to say, like, I see you. Um, Compassion is is the first place I would always go like, you know, you're not wrong for having that experience. There's nothing wrong with you. You've simply responded to the culture and the conditioning in the society that you've been living in for your whole life. And when there's that recognition, then there can be compassion. It's like, of course, if I'd, if I'd been reading you know, that same story over and over again for my whole life. And then I'd also seen it over and over again on, on images, movies. Um, I was surrounded by other people who were reinforcing that story. Then that would feel like it was true for me as well, you know? And so I'd really say, yeah, if it's a a real struggle for you to have so much compassion for yourself, because this is the message that we've been um, conditioned into and the the awareness of that is the start right it's like oh that's something I've been conditioned to believe about myself that I can't love my body because it looks like that or it doesn't look like that or I've got this or you know for whatever reason and to really bring that awareness is like well now that I have that awareness that's where I get to create some new new pathways, new choices for myself. And then maybe loving your body feels like that's so far away from where you are right now. So 
So can you start with compassion? Like I have compassion for myself and maybe there's something that you appreciate about your body, right? Like you appreciate her for the way that you, you can um, hug people for the way that you get to move or for the things that you get to experience in this life. And, and then slowly move along that, that line of maybe there's some forgiveness there that gets to happen. Maybe there's some places to forgive yourself for the way that you have been in relationship with your body up until now. And then maybe there's some acceptance that gets to happen, some acceptance of where you are right now. And um, from there, it can continue to evolve and just spending that time, taking that time. And if you think about it like a relationship, um, we're in relationship with everything all of the time. And if we can think about how we are being with our bodies, essentially being with ourselves, then we can we can be with that like as a relationship thinking, okay, if this was another person, how would I treat them? How would I speak to them? How would I want to love them? Um, and love you know, is an, is an act. It's, a, it's through our actions that we show our love to others, right? So what, what are the actions that you can start to implement as if, you know, you were really building that relationship? Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm a huge believer in compassion. I'm always talking about Compassion, 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 repeat compassion. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. a, it's yeah. like always compassion. So I love that. And I love that you put that in there. And I can feel that energy too. So I just want to say thank you for being this energy that you are. And um I will have everything in the show notes for everybody so that you can check all of her info out. And I just want to let you know that we are also going to be doing her human design chart and going into the astrology aspects as well a little bit on the next podcast. So do you have anything else that you wanted to say before we close this podcast and jump into the next? Um, no, I'm super excited to dive into yeah human design and astrology with you and just want to thank you for the work that you're doing in the world. Thank you for inviting me into this space and yeah, just, you know, before I, I jump onto this, I always set the intention that whatever is shared, whatever is received, it's for the highest good. And so I just want to thank, yeah, whoever's listening, whoever's received this for being here. And yeah, I look forward to continuing the connection. So, mm. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you. And we will be right back. Thank you, everybody. Mm. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.